Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. We're starting with you saying headphones are optional. That's exciting. We're into the podcast this week. Hi, I'm Boyd Hill and welcome to Footballistically Arsenal, the um, the good Arsenal podcast. I've never said that before. I don't know why. You're the good Arsenal podcast. Well, there's loads of them, aren't there? There's about 15 of them. You have to differentiate yourself somehow. They're They're all great. They're, they're all nice. They're all fine. Josh, Psychic Josh is to my side. Sidekick, Psychic Josh. Good to be here. What's, that, what's his T-shirt you got on today, boy? Robert Ali. Yeah. Oh, he looks very pho- young. Yeah, he's photographed in his, uh, in his youth by Andy Warhol. Hmm. It's a classic image. Obviously, you can't see it on the podcast. No, um, we could take a picture and put it up. Yeah, you could do. I've sent you a picture of... Um, so I put up a picture oh, of, the, of the veggie burger. Oh, someone's taking a picture. Paul's taking a picture. Of the T-shirt, veggie burger? The veggie burger, the legendary... Um, club level Was this consumed burger. Saturday? Yeah, I consumed it on Saturday And uh, it was of a suitable thickness And it was also lukewarm, I should say um, And uh, it was barely edible But I still ate some of it But if pe- people have been asking to see what it's like Some people, like three or four people Yeah, because those of us that can't afford club level Yeah Are wondering what the tofu yeah. burger up there It's not like. tofu It's, oh, sorry, it's bean, a kind bean. of mixed up Beans, pulses, and vegetables. It's my two two guests are looking at me like I'm a fucking idiot. Can we ask them if they've ever had the burger? Yeah, let's meet our guests. Two new guests, very exciting. Joshua Raymond is here. Hi, Josh. Hi, thank you. We've got two people called Josh. Yes. On the podcast, should I call you Joshua and Josh? Josh. Do people call you Joshua or do you uh, Joshy? Uh, I can be sidekick. Oh yeah, sidekick. Yeah. Okay, sidekick Josh is is you, and then Josh is just me. Yeah, <laughs> let's do that. Yeah, are you gonna? Because you said you've got a new way of introducing. Yeah, Joshua Raymond's Twitter days. feed. I've I've conjured it up now. Joshua is director at London broker XTB. First of all, my p- first question about that is: There's a company called XTB. What's the X stand for? 
That's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> I actually don't know. Oh. I think it's meant to be like the X Factor of uh, training. Okay. Oh, okay. Regularly appear on CNBC, Bloomberg, Sky News, and BBC. Obviously, you, you've gone lowbrow. Yeah. Uh, a rare, <laughs> rare moment. <laughs> Arsenal fan, exclamation mark. I don't know why you should have an exclamation mark. I mean, you know. Just back, making yeah. a point, I suppose. Uh, then uh, there's things I don't understand. Hashtag, I'll use my own. Hashtag Forex. Hashtag CFDS. I don't know what those, what's that? What are those yeah, things? Yeah, so CFD stands for Contract for Difference. It's the oh. two products that XTB offer, basically. Ah, okay. Yeah, I use it for work sometimes, so that's why I have to. Fair enough. Losses can exceed your deposit, Josh. Similar compliance legal. Yeah. Sounds like betting, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, so welcome anyway. Thank you. Welcome. I was going to call you a financial expert, but you said don't call you Please don't. <laughs> so you're, a, you're an Arsenal expert. And we have uh, Joel from Cheeky Sport. How's it going? You How's guys all right? Good, yeah, how are you? Joel Bayer. Joel Bayer. Rather, now, the, rather the stage name. Cheeky Sport Joel. Cheeky Sport Joel That's is right. what you are. There's Cheeky yes. Sport Dave and Cheeky Sport Joel. Yes. Uh, but, yeah. but Cheeky Sport Dave's a, Cheeky Sport Dave's a Man United fan. Yeah. We're not going to talk about him. No, let's not talk about that. No. <laughs> um, for those of us, for those ageing fogies like me who mm. uh, don't know, what explain what is Cheeky Sport? Oh, first of all, you don't look a day over the age of 18. Thanks, man. Secondly, um, <laughs> Cheeky Sport, man, we're just a bunch of young guys that want to give the fans an opinion, but uh, we're not club based, so we go up and down the country and we banter fans, banter players as well actually, so do you ever have that feeling when you want to tell someone what they really feel? Well, yes, that's our job to Luckily I have a podcast. Oh, you, oh, exactly, <laughs> but I tell it to their face basically. Oh, who's, like, whose face? Anyone. Like, outside uh, the ground? Outside the grounds oh, mostly, really? um, i.e. who have we seen recently? I told Bella and I was, you know, really happy signing a new contract and really glad that he's developed well under 10 years, unlike Theo Walcott, he smiled and Steady. drove off. And we went viral. Uh, simple. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because you, 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 you go where the players obviously have their cars coming out. Yeah, either that or... Or, or the road. Is it, which road did they come down? I uh, don't even know, mate. It's the one right underneath the bridge. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know and what And they right? swing yeah. left yeah, into then, the car park. Exactly. It's getting a bit awkward these days, though. They recognise you now, don't yeah, they? Yeah, it's getting a bit awkward now because it's kind of like we just did brand work with you last week and now you're in my car window. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So you do stuff for Arsenal as well. Yeah, we say, yeah well, you're allowed to say that. We have to ask you now. Yeah, well, so, well yeah. I yeah. mean, to be honest with you, Arsenal are really cool with me doing what I do. To be honest with you, funnily enough. Oh, that's good. Well, it is good. I mean, yeah. g- give us some more background because obviously we've had Robbie come on from Arsenal Fan TV a few times on the podcast, and yep. he is seen by Sam as you know someone who started this kind the of Messiah. content outside content outside stadiums. Yeah. Um, but yours is a little bit different. Uh, yeah, so basically we're club-based. I'm kind of getting you guys on my Snapchat at the moment, just in case. Oh, yeah, so we're cu- we're club. We're, we go to different clubs. We yeah. do everywhere around the world. Uh, I think the difference the difference with um, with other fan channels they're club specific. Club specific. Yeah. But we just we kind of looked at it and we thought, well, there's only there's only so much of a particular fan base you can have. You know, yeah, you can be a Man United, you can be Man United based, but I mean, come on. Do you know what I mean? They're not even in the Champions League at the moment. So what are you doing? Small club. So, yeah, that's small club. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They're rising in the table, aren't they? I, I remember seeing mm-hmm. you outside. It must be Stamford Bridge at one point. I must be in an Arsenal-Chelsea game. Maybe Probably. a year before Probably. last or something. That's where I remember first spot you. Uh, but it's got you, uh, I mean, you were on, you were on, was it Sky? You were Sky Sports recently? Or Sky One, that show, In Off The Bar. Yeah. Was that the one you were on recently? It's funny because I'm on it again, actually, on the 30th. Oh. 
So yeah, so it went it went it went really well. Uh last time we do quite a lot of work with Sky these days. And um I think it's just people want like a an honest opinion cuz it's all well and good to do uh you know like the normal day to day like oh this is the news, this is what's happened etc. But the reality is you're not happy when Arsenal lose and there's some things you can't say on TV. And that's where we come in, mm. if that makes sense. Just this is why podcasts do so well, because you're able to express yourself and vent in a way that you couldn't in front of, you know what I mean, Jeff Sterling. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. So you're at the cutting edge of uh, Arsenal, I'm calling it social media. It's not just fandom. Arsenal, it's ca- club, club football. Yeah, club. Club. But yeah. it's cheeky banter, because, because at the end of the day, we do understand that people are human beings. I mean, we saw, again, this is not about Man United, but, you know, Damien got ripped on Saturday against one of those Tottenham players. I don't know how. Sissoko hardly plays. Uh, but, but you know, we saw him at the end and I just wanted to tell him, you're going to be sold in six weeks. But he had such a baby face on us. He said, you know what, mate? Uh, yeah, just don't play well against Arsenal. We're all right. And that's all I could say to him because he's a human being. So, no, that's not. That's fair enough. So, yeah, talking of ranting, have you, what, I mean, we might as well get on until Tuesday night. I know we should talk about yeah. the victory, but it feels almost insignificant. Yeah, well, there's two games, two games of a curtain. But it feels so long ago already. The defeat feels so fresh and on raw. On Saturday when I had the veggie burger, yeah, <sighs> that's true. We've heard about your veggie burger, yeah. come on. And you went all the way. Away. Yeah, I went up to Goodison Park because I thought, I love going there. Because in a way that we remember the beauty of Highbury, of walking, and it's like people's houses, and suddenly this oh. stadium comes up, and it's like bright lights. And it, looked, it looked amazing just walking up to the stadium. Um, and then, of course, you get such terrible shit seats that are, like, down, and you're in the corner, and there's pillars. Like, pillars. You don't see pillars at football stadiums anymore, because they're all designed, were you know, you without needing them. We were pretty near a pillar, oh, I would say. Um Alas, still managed to see the Everton goals going. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Look, I, I'll come back to me. I want to hear what you know, Josh. You saw the game, yeah. Unfortunately, I mean, is there an over? That, my big, my question is: Is it an overreaction? First defeat away since March, first away league defeat since Man United at Old Trafford, or is this just a sign we're not going to win the league? So I, I, I mean, a lot of the guys in the office all support. They're all Gooners. So you, yeah, you banter with them, you chat with them in the morning after the game. I kind of think yeah, if if it's my head thinking, I think everyone's overreacted because, like you say, like we haven't lost away since March. You know, second game of the season we've lost. Yeah, we're almost halfway through the season. You think if you lose four games the entire season, it's not bad. Um, my heart is just massively disappointed because every season they build you up, build you up, and then they come crashing back down. At least it's Everton and not Stoke or someone. Um, I think we're overreacting a little bit in terms of how bad we were. I didn't think we actually had a b- bad game. I think Everton, Everton just raised it. And Koeman knows how to play Arsenal. He just basically kick us all over the park and, and we, we eventually crumble. Although we last a lot longer than we probably would have done in previous seasons. Um, I just think when you compare how we've performed this season compared to Chelsea, and given that Chelsea lost against what Liverpool and us, and now they're what six points clear, could be nine points clear before we play City... I think Chelsea are just outperforming, and I think we're doing okay. And I think when you compare us to Chelsea, I think that's where a lot of the disappointment comes from. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was going to say you, you mentioned there was our second defeat of the season, and we're the 
until we lost for the second time this season, we were still the only club to have only lost once. So, you know, we've only joined, you know, Chelsea have also had two defeats. And if you look back at the last four seasons, we lost seven times in each of those four seasons, exactly seven times. So across the season, you know, two defeats after 15 games doesn't sound so bad, but it's more about your latter point, about the fact well, that Chelsea it, is pulling away now. Well, yeah, but also I think it's, uh, I'm not, without overreacting, I th- I, I'm not going to overreact, I think it's... Um, You're about to overreact, aren't you? I'm about to overreact in a way that isn't actually overreacting. Because it's actually, a ref- I feel the whole thing was re- is just a reflection of exactly where we are, which is we have not particularly. I mean, we've advanced. We've advanced. I, as I've said in the last few weeks, I think we've advanced in terms of Arsene Wenger's the team he's selected, mainly because he's not picking Giroud, and um, that he's, the couple of players is strength of score with Xhaka particularly mm-hmm. um, are, are doing pretty well. They didn't have the greatest of games mm-hmm. on Tuesday. So, but I, th- I think in terms of the managers. Capacity to get the best out of his players week in week out. That's not good, hasn't improved because it won't improve because he's not going to change. And for me, it will come. This particular effort or and, and kind of unfortunate result is entirely a reflection on him, and it's going to carry on like that. And it's going to be the same case that we've had the last four or five years, and we'll end up finishing third or fourth in the league. That's my view. What do you think, Joel? Well, um, I think when you see the fans angry and upset over a, a defeat uh, against Everton, I think it's just that um, there's there's a deeper wound underneath what we can see. And I think it goes back to the four or five years, as uh, as, as uh, Josh was saying. I mean, because you look and you think, we've been, we're, we're used to just getting utter crap, basically. And uh, you've got to remember that prior to Ozil coming, there was a lot of pressure on Wenger. You know, yes, we've got him. But we didn't know he was coming till deadline day because they had to go and get something because the fans were really annoyed. Even when we won the FA Cup, fans were like, all right, let's kick on now. And he had to go get Sanchez. A lot of these things have to be done discreetly because there's more. it's more of a pressure, you know. So fans don't forget that. The start of the season, there was a lot of heat on Wenger, you know. And that heat has kind of gone away. But because there's this... This this heavy kind of like underlining hurt from the fans. As soon as things look off, you're gonna get a you're gonna get it you're gonna get it bad. And don't forget, even though we won, well, didn't lose uh, a lot of games in November. Probably is it mm. one? Did we lose? We didn't lose any, did we? Apart from the Southampton. Apart from yeah. you know, yeah, in the cup. But besides that, but besides that, there was a few performances there where, yeah. as a fans, you go, well, hold on a second. You know, yeah, we're scraping results here, but what's happening? Where are we going? So I think when you've got that, and then you get an Everton result, people go, ah, ah, ah. You yeah. know, and then they're on your case. I mm. think that's what it currently but didn't is. We just, uh, I was, I was, I missed the first half because live because I was watching the new Star Wars film, mm-hmm. um, which is very good. I strongly recommend it. Really? Yeah, Rogue One. I'm not going to give anything away because uh, uh, Joshua, don't. Josh, not psychic Josh. Other Josh is going to see it tomorrow night. Yeah. Saturday night. But Saturday to, to be honest, say so, so one of uh, XDB's brand ambassador who I work with is Mads Mikkelsen. Oh wow! Yeah, you know, the guy. Yeah, he's, yeah. yeah. and yeah. he's he's, he's in, very good in it. Yeah, is he good? He's okay, really good. Cool. Yeah, he's always good. Yeah, he told me the, a little bit of the plot, but not oh, like good, good, the punchline. Uh, that's so. a good name drop. I'm usually the one who name drops Kachuta mm-hmm. still on this program, but you've come it's in the only one I've got. You've got to give it to me. Um, he's really good in it, yeah. He's also really good in Doctor Strange. It was nice to see him in Doctor Strange, yeah. yeah. Anyway, back to the matter in hand. I, uh, so I missed the first half, so I came oh, back yes. just in time for in, in the second half.
half. So it was one when, when we you played, got started playing badly. Yeah. Mm. And um, then I went back and I watched the first half. We started off quite well. And even and so Everton were pressing. You, as you said, they're quite right. They were fouling and pressing, but they were definitely playing that, not letting us giving us any time on the ball thing quite effectively. Although they weren't creating anything, and I thought we coped with that quite well in the first half. I mean, you know, I mean, we weren't great, but I, yeah, it I wasn't thought- like. That if various things, it's the kind of game with kind of kind of reflecting what Joel was saying in a way. I'm, this is why I'm not overreacting. I'm just for me the whole thing is completely as to be expected. So I think we did okay. We could have won it if um, Ozil had scored that opportunity, that absolutely golden opportunity, mm-hmm. and it didn't have the greatest of games. People are on his back now, aren't they? Ozil, mm-hmm. that's another issue. We need to talk about that. But for me, it was just like I think everyone was getting too carried away anyway, including myself a bit about our unbeaten run because I don't think we've improved that much, and I still think as I said just now the big floor is in the manager and I still think we absolutely no way can we win this league no way we're going to win the league and this, this was a reminder of those flaws to me but Josh, Josh's Josh wrote on the menu should the team have been changed too much of the same well I, I genuinely on the way up and I know it sounds like in, in hindsight I was on the Arsenal charter train which we should give credit to the club because it was great that they did that it, it left Euston at like half three we got back to Watford Junction at, at just gone half one uh, really good that the club do that because they, they lose lose quite a lot of money by putting that on for the fans it was only 30 quid to go on the train Um, and going up on the train I said I think Olivier Giroud should start tonight because I I just felt the team needed it needed a bit of freshening up I would have played Sanchez I would have one of Oxford or Walcott neither have been that incredible of late that they both automatically picked at the moment I just felt the way Everton we're going to set up at home with Kuma. I don't know. There was something about the fact. It's a bit like. Do you remember Sensible World of Soccer? It was my favourite game when I was a kid, ten years old. I would go on it and play. And the amazing thing about it was you could go log in and get through a season in about five minutes by just holding down return and basically playing the same team every game and pressing return, 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 and we get through every game. And I worry at the moment with us as um, as an attacking force, it's becoming a little bit too similar. Yeah, I would we have become, we become straightforward and you plan against us and when Ozil had a really ineffective night and was maybe maybe that's to Everton's mm. credit I don't think they were given enough credit for taking Ozil out of the game then you end up with sort of a slightly flat performance very few chances created and fewer goals scored freshening up I can see but you don't you can't freshen up by going back to the stale Giroud years you can't be stale on Giroud he's done so well when he's coming up Giroud how is it been December the and he still hasn't started a league game it's absurd thank god Giroud's been the problem for five years six years Lucas Perez, what would you rather give revert to the to the to the Giroud tedium of having a lumbering, slow, big man up front who's main? You're who's so main. disrespectful. It's unbelievable. No, no, no. It's true. That's what he. I mean, look, how many teams in the world do you? How many of the best teams in the world, the Real Madrids and the Barcelonas, and the, the proper elite teams that we're supposed to be competing with, even even the Chelsea, you know, and the the teams that are better than us, basically. How many of them do you see playing with a player like Giroud up front? None of them. They all play with fast, pacey, skillful forwards and that's what we've been doing finally this season and one game we lose you don't then revert to the thing that's been the problem for the last five years in my opinion that's just my opinion what do you think Joel do you, are you a pro do you think we should go back to Giroud do you think we should give Lucas Perez a go do you think we should carry on with this team look like first of all I have no problem playing Sanchez up front until we get you know a player such as uh, you know I'm, I'm not saying it's going to happen but the, the, the Benzema or someone, someone of a high quality and that's not going to happen anytime soon because there's not no. a lot of them around no. right so you play Sanchez up front all this rubbish about he's not good enough rubbish he's, well I think he's, he's proven that he is he's now. proven yeah. right um, secondly you're talking about um, Perez I think he still needs to be eased in uh, I wouldn't start him at such a it is a big game you know Everton is a big game uh, why 
Everton is not the game that you rest Sanchez, you know. If you're going to start Giroud, start mm-hmm. him against freaking... We had someone in the Champions League. Who did we have last, last game of the Champions League? Well, that was League, interesting. You know? I was going to say Basel. that. Because Basel. he could have... Everyone was expecting him to start him, and he didn't. He, he tied Perez, and it worked really well. Do it then. Yeah, but do you see what I mean? So it's We won like, that game, what, five? We won it five. It's yeah, quite great. Because he it's knows great. that you've got to continue with the fast attacking... Um, Style that we're playing and not but what ruin we're it, saying but, is, but what we're saying. Hang on, the only time we looked dangerous Sorry, in that game away at Everton was the last twenty minutes when, and even that scramble and nuts chance where Iwobi ended up missing came from the ability to put a ball into the box with Giroud to go up and challenge. I didn't think we were going to score until that point. Carry on, John. John. Sorry, so, so Josh I'm, interrupted. So, you. Sorry, I'm, at the same time, I'm trying to promote you guys on social media. Oh, fine. Uh, yeah, this is not me being rude. We don't do enough. Uh, of yeah, it. yeah. So, oh, you got, you got, you got it, man. So basically, we're yeah, like, like I'm saying, like I'm saying, you can't like. Like, I'm not saying it would have been a crime to start Giroud up front, but I'm saying Kuman is not no mug, you know. So you start with Sanchez up front, you start with your strongest team. That's not really the issue. I think for me, it's more of a mentality thing. Mm. I think, um, you know, like all of this, oh, is Sanchez going to sign? Is he not going to sign? Is Ozil going to sign? Is It's like... Well, you think that's affecting the, the, well, the team? Well, of course. I mean, because I, I know it's affecting the players. I mean, sometimes in a positive way, sometimes in, in a negative way. For some reason, like, I know everyone's going to say this, uh, but Ozil didn't seem like he wanted to run for anything on that day. Yeah, that is true. You know, he looked, like, he looked like he was, I don't know, what, is he playing to stay or is he playing to leave? <laughs> mm. Sometimes I don't know. But just to go back to Sideman Josh's point is that Giroud, I would have stuck with the strongest teams that we've been playing. And... On the right, I would have had Ox, who, in my opinion, has deserved to kick Awobi out, as he's done, even though I'm a massive Awobi fan. Mm. But the manager has got to show that there's a reward for hard work. There shouldn't be any, you know, all right, rest him when it's right, but when it's... You get get what I'm saying, don't Uh, you? Before we find out what Joshua thinks about the Giroud issue, let's have a quick break for an ad. Hello from the Geek Town Radio podcast, a show that gives you the latest TV, film and gaming news all from a UK perspective, plus the latest UK premiere dates and a ton of interviews from people such as Suits Lewis Lit, Rick Hoffman. It's crazy. The whole thing's crazy. To gaming royalty like Troy Baker and Nolan North. Would you really take a bullet from me? Uh, well, no. That's that's the acting. From behind the scenes people such as the directors of smash hit US comedy Veep. We love Geek Town. My kids wear your t-shirts. To screen legends. Hello. Such as Mr. George Decay. Star across the universe. For all this and more, come join us on Geek Town Radio, available to download every Tuesday from your usual podcast supplier and from geektown.co.uk. And we're back from the quick break. Uh, Josh, what do you think of the whole... Do you think... Do you think um, Josh is right, Psychic Josh is right, and that we should be trying Giroud in certain games and, you know, changing it a bit, changing it around a bit? Or do you agree with me that he's been a big problem in our style of play for the last five years and I'm really pleased he's not? He's plan, he should be plan B, come on as a substitute, fine. But not. let's not go back to the dark days. That's my opinion. What do you think? Well, that, that I completely agree with. I think Giroud is plan B. I, and, boy, you talked about Chelsea before. Hmm. They've only got Costa. Costa's going to do a hammy in probably a month. Right. And then they're kind of screwed because they've but, got... 
Bashawai, and I don't think he's that good. Right, that's a good point. But for me, like Costa is like Giroud, but like five times better. I mean, obviously he had a terrible season last year, well, but he's like Giroud, but with power, yeah, more yeah. pace, and he's a really horrible, nasty, scary. Person. He's like Carry twenty on. times better than Giroud, but yeah. So Giroud, I think, is a good player. I think he's a good yeah. forward. Yeah. Uh, I think he's a backup forward. Yeah. He's a plan B. So would I have started him against Everton? No, because I think Shan- Sanchez is much, much better. And I, mm. I think the problem that we have with Giroud is the players, that the entire team is now used to or they're drilled to play with Sanchez up front. Right. And I don't think they know how to adapt to Giroud. And I don't think Wenger does either. Because yeah. my biggest problem with Giroud, I think before like he came on against Sunderland, bagged a couple goals, changed the game, they did all right against Ludogorets away. But against United, he came on. And for 20, I think he came on with 20 minutes ago or 50 minutes ago, and he did nothing. And it wasn't his fault. The first cross we put in was Chamberlain on 92 minutes, right, and he yeah. scores. Yeah. So the players didn't adapt to play yeah. with Giroud quick enough. And exactly the same thing happened. I was screaming at the TV because I thought it, this game needed Giroud on because it was a big, big game. I think their defenders can't deal with crosses. And he comes on with 20 minutes to go. And I don't think there was one cross. There was maybe one cross towards the end when Sanchez put it in and he almost scored. Yeah. So I think the biggest problem is that they don't. The, the other players don't know how to work with a plan B, and I think Giroud is the perfect yeah. option for that. We are weirdly for for a team of um, highly skilled, very well paid, and experienced professionals. We're weirdly crap at adapting to things. I mean, for example, that call, the goal they scored, famously with Urzel standing there like a statue. Terrible. I mean, that was an unbelievable bit of shitty. Just, just. Terrible game management, that, and did that, you just what? I mean, I, from, I just watched that, and I just thought, who are you know? What is this team? But, of? but is that is that adapting, or is that just a lack of spirit? I mean, I was talking to a, a friend of mine who um, he um, he says a lot of words like blood fan, blood fan on Arsenal fan TV. His name's Troops, um, and sometimes I just look at him and I laugh because I think you're you're on one. But he said. But he said something that I said, well, maybe he's right. You know, like everybody's talking about C- uh, Simeone could be the next one in, right? You People like Ozil, do they need a manager that can, his words, stick a rocket up Ozil's ass and make him do certain things? Because that's the problem. You mm. know, like. You, you it felt like he was almost. Is he above it? Is he above that's, challenging? That's what I'm saying. That's how, yeah. exactly I think, he, what I'm I think saying. in his mind he is above uh, yeah, it. Exactly. But you you're, you're better to not be in the box. Because yeah. you're, you're, you then give your players around you the misguided idea you might help them defend this corner that's about to come in. You're better to be outside the box and be the one to help a breakaway if you really want. But we had everyone back. Everyone was in the penalty area for that box. And yet there was still Awful. a free header. Awful. I mean, Awful. But you're absolutely right. Terrible. The point you're making about the manager being a... Uh, I mean, I, I think, you know, this is kind of what I was going to go on to say about the manager. Really, is that, you know, we know he's... I mean, you know, I, I, I love and respect him, but we know his strengths and weaknesses. I think the big, big weakness for me is the lack of inspiration and the lack of that kind yeah. of scary disciplinarian yeah. thing. What? I don't think he's got either of those in his in his personality. And I, I, you look at the young managers he's now surrounded by. They're here now in, in the British League. And I know, like, you know, all the big games have... have all the big teams have had defeats recently. So, mm-hmm. you know, a lot, I know mm-hmm. people will say, oh, you know, why we're, we're getting carried away. Mm-hmm. But I just think... The manner of that defeat, and I just think I look around, I see the inspirational figures who who would kick a kick kick Urzel up the arse and kick any player up the arse that mm-hmm. needed to, and I don't see Wenger doing that. I just no, don't see that. How, how, I may be, you know, I may be being unfair, but I'm sorry. How if if we're working together, right, and 
first of all, I'm your boss, but I'm, I'm, you're getting paid three, four times the amount that I'm getting paid. On top of that, uh, you know what I mean? You're a World Cup winner. And to be honest with you, I don't really have a lot to threaten you with. I mean, I can't not start you. Otherwise, yeah, the whole right. media is going to be on me. And that's the difference. There's, there's not, and then you're, and then on top of that, the mistake is that you're supposed to be creating teams where there's, there's, there's a lot of competition. I think there's a lot of competition when it comes to our little wingers, when it comes to Wobie and mm. Theo and yeah. Chamberlain, all these these similar type of players. But where's the challenge when it comes to some... I mean, sometimes I think to myself, do you know what I mean? That, that's why you can be a Sanchez and kind of like, if he if he was that type of player, he can kind of like swing his arms and what are you going to do about it? Mm. Nothing. Well, that At the end shot, of the day, yeah, that 18 months shot. left on a contract, you either mm. pay me my freaking money or I go to a club where I'm going to win stuff. What's Are happening? we being unfair on Ozil? Do you think, Josh? Do you think? Um, I mean, I, I worship him. You know, I think he. You know, he is even including Sanchez. He's like the player who, for me, as you were talking about when we signed him, you know, we signed both of them. That, that kind of elevates us to potentially, you know, the level of being an elite, proper, you know, world class club team. Mm. You know, he is. But he has been incredibly frustrating recently, isn't he? He kind of started the season really well, and he's just dropped off to the point where it's getting a bit annoying now, isn't it? <laughs> I think he's dropped off. He's still scoring goals, but yeah, that's true. I don't know why our expectations are so high that he would defend a corner that's like a foot above him. Have you ever seen him tackle anyone? No, but, but that's, I've never that's seen him tackle. So I would be harsh by on mistake. Him. <laughs> you know, stick him yeah, on the post. Rarely. I think, I I don't, think, it's, I think it's anyone you get forwards, wing, everyone in the box yeah. has got to just try and take him out. And even yeah, if you can't Messi, win the header, Messi you have to do something to put them off. Have been behaved like that. Yeah, but now do even they prob- they, no, like but they, prob- they probably would. But the difference, I don't know is, if they would. Well, the difference is, I mean, the difference is when you've got certain managers, they know how to deal with that. I mean, look at look at look at. We know how stroppy Yaya Toure gets, but I'll tell you what, he can't even warm up without without any permission at the moment. Mm. You need that, and he was probably their most arrogant player at the club. You need that, you know. And we 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 lack. Yeah. Arsene Wenger doesn't like big personalities at the club. Do you see what I mean? He can't. When Thierry Henry weren't signing that new contract and Thierry Henry was kicking a fuss and stuff, Thierry Henry could go and celebrate when he's not playing on a touchline next to the manager. Weak manager. Weak manager in that sense where you know, like it's 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 weak. Mm. It is weak. Mm. You know, and uh, and that's what it is really. He can't. Thierry Henry couldn't do that with Pep at, uh, Pep at Barcelona mm. when when he tried to switch over to the the left the wrong side of the wing when there, were, there was a match and he went and he played on the left side. He scored a goal, but Pep took him off at half-time. That would never happen to Ozil at Arsenal. But Wenger's never going to have... A, I've never seen him have a go at players on the touchline. I've only seen him have a go at the rest. And even now, he's sitting down more than he's ever done because yeah. he thinks it actually makes the players worse. But bring it back to... Uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of Wenger, but I, I, I agree with you, Boyd. I, th- I think it's time's, time's due. But what, what is Ozil doing on the penalty spot defending a corner in the first place? Oh, Why yeah, isn't he on the post? It's actually Williams. Absolutely. Exactly. Right. What, like, what, <laughs> yeah. what is he doing there in the first yeah, place? He if have been there, if so, it's yeah. proper game management, yeah. Yeah. the player should exactly. know what they're doing in a corner, Absolutely. and that's down to Wenger. He should be on a post. Mm. You know, yeah. So I think it actually all still comes that's down to him. Point. Yeah, we certainly shouldn't have been in that position. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean that is absolutely, absolutely the case. Yeah, I mean, I think it probably comes down to the fact that 
I don't know if we automatically would have 11 people in the box. I don't know if that corner happens on 70 minutes, is all 11 players back. I don't know. I think it's something but, about but, but game management. Be, but I'm sorry. But, but also the players have got to sort out themselves. Mm. I think the players have got to sort out themselves a little bit if you've got that many because it, it affects everything, doesn't it? If Arsenal put all 11 in, the, in, the, in their defensive box, it means an extra man or two go from Everton because they don't have to keep the extra player back to worry about. So I think everything changes. So you've got to manage that. You've got to have a leader at the back who is maybe doing that. And look, we missed one of our leaders at the back massively. Mustafi, didn't yeah, we? I'm not saying Gabriel did terribly, but it felt uh, like just there's don't a feel, level below. Yeah, you just don't feel with Gabriel that I, I just feel any minute he's going to do something. He's rash. Rash. Yeah, that's right, that's the word. Yeah. But Josh, my question to you is like when you're preparing for a match, right? How are you preparing for a match? You don't just prepare for a match with how you're pressing on the team. When you're doing the set piece section, right? You're looking at how do I defend when it's 1-0? How do I defend when it's 1-1? How do I defend if we're under pressure? How do I... So, I'm sorry, but that's part of the homework. When, oh, you're, do, when you're doing your exams every week, yeah. you're, you're, the bad student studies for the, the, the question to come up, and guess what? <laughs> you might get caught out if you don't study properly. Sorry about my hacking cough. Um, <laughs> that, you're right. You're absolutely right. The other thing, of course, is that Wenger blamed the referee pretty oh, yeah. after the match because mm. it said it shouldn't have been a corner. Um, and also, we possibly should have had a penalty. Was it? What did they say on TV about right at the end? I thought it was an absolute stone wall from where we were. Yeah, we I mean, it looked like a penalty. Yeah, but you I know. couldn't believe when it would be missed. I just saw it falling to. Me. I was already. I felt bad for the person in front of me. I was we, basically bundling them already, celebrating that goal. Yeah, we have conceded an incredible number of penalties and not getting many penalties this season. That, We've that conceded some true. soft penalties as yeah. well, not yeah. just penalties. But I still soft. think to blame the referee, you know, for you can't. Please defend the one thing that I kind of on the train home is you, you slowly, uh, you know, start to. You know, get less upset, don't you? I don't yeah. know. It feels like it doesn't last as long as it, yeah. it does when you're when you're a kid. Um, <laughs> was that we only deserved a point? We really only. Deserved, so we're yeah. only one point off what we deserved. And actually, if you look back on the season, we've achieved 34 points from a possible 48. It's probably more than our performances deserve. If you think about all the games we've scraped victories, Southampton comes yeah. to mind, yeah, yeah. Burnley away. There's been a couple of others. Yeah. So and of course, do you know what? Sixteen games in, have we got just about and what we deserved? Yeah, yeah, we're okay. So now we have to bounce back Sunday, and that is key. That's why I'm not getting carried away because this is exactly. If Alan Alger were here, he'd say this is this is all exactly par for the course. It was a vague, vaguely tough away. I know Everton hadn't been. Well, he, he would be right. So it's another yeah. game where we're priced for. And we haven't played we that did many, not win. We haven't played that many really good teams away. You know, we had a really good away record, but actually, but we, you know, we've got one everyone of the to come. Teams. Liverpool away, they're City away. Coming. Yeah, they're all coming. So Tottenham away. Decline. <laughs> is, the, is, the worry, Sorry, is the worry not that besides the Chelsea match, uh, we're not really beating these top teams? I mean, yeah, of when you're looking at these league leaders, a lot of times they're, beat, they're beating yeah. each other at least, right? I That's mean, absolutely the worry. The, yeah. when, you, when you look and you can't beat an Everton, you can't beat a Man United or a Tottenham or a, you know what I mean? Games where they're at their weakest, i.e. Tottenham coming to us and Man United just not being in form. Yeah. I mean, I think the Chelsea game, that was a massive, massive for us. But besides that... Yeah, we're going to cling to that a bit like we clung to our, to our victories over Leicester last year. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think. Oh, well, we beat the champions. Yeah, yeah, we, we, yeah. yeah we're going to beat the champions again, probably. I mean, I can't even think to think that the Chelsea are going to win not winning it but they look like at the moment but yeah. I, I think you're right and I think our record against the top teams is kind of consistently not great and it's going to carry on being that way and you know I, I, I think I think for me this season is going to be a season of as, as it is so far playing better I think our football is more attractive 
with this current lineup, you know, than it was last year. I think people forget how we were quite boring last year. You know, remember those like dilly dallying around the box, waiting for Giroud to make some kind of run. It, it just it went on and on and on. It was tedious. At least we've got Sanchez playing out of his skin in that front roll up front, which has turned out to be on its on yeah. its day really good. Yeah. Xhaka, I think, is you know playing some really nice passes on his day in a more creative role. So, yeah. but I still think when it comes down to it that. We're not going to end up winning that many more games. And, but that's sure. disgusting. <laughs> that's absolutely disgusting because you've got to look at it like this. At the end of the season, right, mm. from your heart of hearts, yeah. I'm asking you guys now, yeah. do you believe that Arsene Wenger will be happy if he comes second, third or fourth? Well, he's been happy for the last exactly. 12 years. And, that, and, that's, and that, for me, that's the <clears throat> massive issue. Yeah. You know, like, as much as you may hate the guy, right, if Jose, Mar- if no, jo- no, Jose, yeah. if Jose Mourinho doesn't do finish first, man, he's going to mm. kick Christ's sulk. He's going to do everything he can to do better the following year. And I just, you know, like, and I'm not here to come and slate off my club. I love my club. You know, I, I rate Arsene Wenger highly. I mean, when you see Joe, Jose's mishaps and all these other managers, you realize it's not easy to do what Arsene Wenger does. I just, you know, maybe I'm the least knowledgeable guy when it comes to football, but I just feel like the key points where we need to strengthen our squads, um, i.e. in the summer, I think we could have done a better job. Mm. I think after the Shaka, we kind of like took our foot off the gas. Yeah, we got Mustafi. Excellent guy. I'm not going to lie. But these things should have been plugged in a while ago. I did see someone today on Twitter claiming that we're going to buy someone quite big in the the January transfer window. Um, that uh, really uh, that uh, what's it? I've forgotten his name. Draxler. 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 You, joke, oh, yeah. we've been linked I mean, with him for like I three, know. four what's years. Point, We're going to get him when he's past it. Probably like Mikel Silvestre and and um, yeah. what's his name? B- B- Batista. Totes. Remember when we had Batista? Yes. We were linked with him for two yes. or three years. We'll get Draxler years. when he's thirty. Yeah, we'll get Draxler when he's um, washed and Flamini part. But two. even the idea that Wenger will be looking in the direction of signing a good attacking player is is almost inconceivable, isn't it? When, when was the last time he bought someone big in January? I know. He never. Does it? Oh, do you think we're being as a, as a, as a, a thing of fan? Do you think we're being slightly unfair, Josh? Well, sure. I'm a fan. I think you should go at the end of the season. Oh, okay. But I th- no, who? I don't, I don't think we're That's being. The question for who? Well, I think there's only one one option. Cool. Well, maybe as... two. No, Simeone, but I can't see us ever getting him because I don't. I think he's completely different to Wenger yeah, and I don't think look, yeah, it's, agree, don't forget yeah. who's going to be hiring the manager it's not going to be Wenger it's going to be the board mm. and the board wants stability they don't want this yeah, maverick it's coming be in power, it's maverick. It's I, be, I don't think it'll be I think it'll be uh, well I'm hoping I think it, the only two options I'd be happy with is Simeone or uh, the Dortmund boss oh, yeah, who yeah. I think is quite yeah. good I thought it's going to be Eddie Howe I'd be really unhappy with that seriously I think so I think he matches I think for Arsenal he's perfect because he's uncontroversial as you know I like Eddie as a person, but I tell you what, if Eddie you've got to be disrespectful. We're keeping it real, Josh. If Eddie comes, hang on. Even much as sad as I am that we've lost the game, come on, Wenger could yet, he could yet stay? I really, I think he's staying. By the way, oh probably yeah, is. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think, think he's, he's signing like a rolling deal. Yeah, well, yeah, he's got the two-year deal on the table, yeah. so hopefully we're, we'll. We are running out of time. We should right. look ahead to Sunday, shouldn't we? We should look ahead to Sunday because we've got to play Manchester City away. Now it's really in this re- H- HD for you, boy, on your big TV. Ultra HD. Oh, good. Okay, absolutely, very exciting. Um, uh, but all their best players are, are suspended, aren't they? Aguero, yeah, particularly Fernandinho, Aguero. yeah. 
So, you know, actually, you know, you're looking at one man living in a dream world. Um, we, but we stand a chance, don't we? More of a chance than we would have done if fucking Aguero had been fit, if it had been, been not suspended. I've just got no idea. I, I don't know. It's very hard to say at the moment. There's a bit of me that goes, yeah, brilliant, we're going to go there. Do Plays you a brilliant really take. Josh- Theo might one of his days. Sanchez yeah. is a world-class player. Ozil will feel terrible about letting down the whole team. Maybe yeah. we'll turn on to be brilliant. And there's also part of me going, no, they've got better players than us. Are so you advocating that Giroud starts against City? I think... Oh, look. Tension's mounting on his face. Can't I, wouldn't be desperately ups- I wouldn't be desperately upset. That's hardly a wholehearted um, uh, recommendation. I wouldn't be desperately upset if you were playing. I find it a strange one because it's still... It's now mid-December and he hasn't started him in one Who league cares? game. He's not good enough so why would he start doing it now? That's why I can't understand. Well, exactly. I would have started him away at Everton on, on right. Sunday. It says, right. no, I think he'll go Sanchez. Yeah, fine, I think he'll fine. go Sanchez. Fine, yeah. Joshua, do you think... What's your feeling about that game? I'm worried about it because they've got so many injuries. It's normally the game we'd lose. Yes. And when we play the big clubs, away. that's true, isn't it? Yeah, you, yeah. Well, when we're facing a big club, and that this is the moment where you think, oh yeah, we stand a chance. Their form is not great. They've got loads of, but yeah. But I, I compare. Did you, did you guys watch the preseason game when we play City? Yes. And Ramsey had an all right game, but yeah. I don't think he's going to play. No. But I think, I think Sanchez will kill him. I, uh, my heart will say Sanchez will absolutely kill him because I don't think their defenders have a clue how to play against someone who's going to pressure him mm. or, or can defend. Yeah. They've also been playing Kolarov at centre back. You know, he's a lot of things, but he's not a centre back. So there's, there's got to be a bit of hope there. Yeah. For Sanchez. So my heart says I think I think he'll play exactly the same team. Yeah. I think yeah. I don't think he'll play away because I don't think away be who I like as well, mm. Joel. But I, I don't think he's been good enough, and I think he's made mistakes. Because mm. you know, when you're young, you're inconsistent, right? I think yeah. his final product's been a bit off. Yeah, yeah, well. yeah. yeah. From you know, mm. from what last season, mm. when he, but yeah, I, I agree. I think he'll play on. Ch- I, th- I think, I think he'll play the exact same team yeah. he played Everton. I agree. And my heart says we'll we'll win the game, probably something like two one. Yeah. But my head says I I can't remember the last time we lost an important game and won the next one. We always uh, tend yeah. to draw yes. straight away because almost like the players play within themselves because they just don't want to lose two and in a row. Scared, they'll be scared. And I remember watching this interview with Wenger and he says, the biggest problem whenever you lose a game is when you lose one game, it can very easily become two and two can become three. Yeah. And you have to do everything you can to make sure that doesn't happen. I think that feeds into the players. That's true. Yeah. And, then, and then instead they will close it down where sometimes they would go for a win. Yeah. So I think that makes sense. I don't know. Man. I just, I'm with Josh. I'm with not not... Josh, guess because um, to be honest with you, you just don't know. You're just there, and Anything you, you really—he <clears throat> summed it up for me. You just don't know. You're yeah. like, well, what's gonna? You know, you just—I don't know. The only person you know, the only player on the pitch, the only players on the pitch where you know you're gonna get a particular level of performance uh, is probably Peter Cech. He's always gonna be consistent to a good degree. Bellerin, um, Bellerin—he's—he's. He's, up there, but I would say mostly Kashani and Sanchez. Yeah. Besides that, you know, and, but the reality is when you're winning leagues, you need eight players to turn up consistently and you can, you can chaperone three. <laughs> but the problem is we've got three cons- turning up consistently and, you know, they're going to have to carry, do you know what I mean? Like eight. That's, yeah, that's our issue. Ratio, yeah. and, 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 and the reality is they don't have Aguero, but I'll tell you what, they've got a fella called in the Echo, do you yeah. know what I mean? And against Gabriel, um, yeah, he, he could right. make it. He could force a mistake. When I'm looking at when I'm looking at Arsenal's team, I look at the players. Who could you force mistakes with? For me, it's Monreal. You can definitely force a mistake down that side. 
Uh, well, we did on, on the game on Tuesday night. There were yeah. a couple of instances where crosses came in, and Morial's feet were all over the place, and presented them with yeah, you know one like, regular opportunity. And Koscielny did the same. It was like the old days. Yeah. But let, I'm going to tie you yeah, down. Yeah, so we've basically we've all agreed anything could happen in yeah. this in this sodding game. Yeah. But you have to come give me a solid prediction, Joel. <laughs> Probably say. Uh, <laughs> Arsenal fans, I love us, but I have to be honest. Two one city, man. Two one city. Yeah. yeah. Josh, you were guest. I really want us to win. If we don't win, we're screwed. But <laughs> I, I think it's going to be two two. Two two. Yeah. I'll I was going to say that. I'm going to go um, one all then. And psych it, Josh. I don't know because I feel a bit. I was really confident on the day after Everton, and then we got obviously beat. Uh, yeah. Let's go one one. That's what I said. Yeah. yeah let's go one one. The same. The same prediction. Um, thank you very much. Fantastic guest. Joshua Raymond to Joel Bayer from Cheeky Sport. That's where, right. can we, where can we check out Cheeky Sport? Oh, guys. Go on YouTube and type in Cheeky Sport. Like I said, we go up and down the country. Yeah, we very, banter. Very modern. Your favourite players. I mean, when I say banter, I mean literally, we will tell something to their face and we make it an episode and it's all fun and it's a lot of banter, but we give you the match reaction as well. So make sure you go on YouTube. Everyone on YouTube, everyone on social media, Cheeky Sport. Press that subscribe button. Subscribe. And what where are you this uh, weekend? Are you going was, to a game? Uh, it's funny because I wanted to go to the City game, but we've had to work it a bit different. So mm. I'm doing Crystal Palace Chelsea on Saturday. Yeah. But then on I got Monday night football this week, Everton Liverpool. Oh, that'll be so, good. Yeah. That's so yeah, busy. And when are we back, Josh? We're back Tuesday. on Tuesday. Final which will be our Christmas special. Uh, what that means is we'll be here talking about the game. And uh, predicting what happens over the Christmas period. We desperately hope we're talking about a victory out of nowhere yeah. from Sydney. Oh, please God, yeah. Thanks for much listening. Sorry for being disrespectful. Well, it's not the first time, boy. No. It won't be the last. Thanks. Bye. If you like this podcast, come and join me, Mark Webster, for the Whistleblowers, a weekly show that looks at the topics that all football fans are discussing this week at thewhistleblowers.net. And it happens to be brought to you by the same lot that produced this one. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.